and welcome to a subconscious episode of We <laughs> Only Look Thin. Ooh, subconscious. I am Catherine Weigel, and I am one of your two hosts of the podcast, and I have lost 155 pounds, and with me today is... Donald Weigel. I am also one of your two hosts, and I have lost- How can lost... we both be one of your two hosts? <laughs> <laughs> what have you lost? The doctor was his mother. What? What? Um, I have lost a little over 100 pounds. Golf clap. And I am here to share with you the secret. The secret. The subconscious secret of it all. Uh, and we're going to tell you people that you might be wrong about yourself. Yeah, you think you know so much. Yeah, <laughs> guess what? You might not be right. I think Donald is coming in hot. I think people are starting to turn <laughs> away and go on to their other... Like, maybe they're, they're listening to Joe Rogan now Flipping over to Joe Rogan and uh, getting <laughs> some good... Are those the two options? Are I, we I guess. two it's, sides it's, of the podcast us, coin? It's us, Joe Rogan, and Mark Marin. That's it. Yep, exactly. So, uh, so hi, welcome, bienvenue. I uh, like how I put us in like the... <laughs> Same class as the two most popular podcasters yeah. on all of the internet. Yeah. Um. So. So yeah. Hi. Welcome. Welcome. And, Hello. And we're going to talk about things. Yeah. We're going to talk about how uh, you uh, may need to rethink your ideas about yourself. About your thinking. About your thinking. Your thinking thoughts. Rethink of your thinking thoughts of thoughtfulness. Wow. Well, like wordsmith it in post. Yeah. We've got our top people on it. Yeah. Uh, but first, we're going to start with a. Tip of the week. Tow! And then we're going to talk about how you talk to yourself. And then we're going to give you a product of the week. Pow! Uh, which is seasonal. So yeah. get ready for some seasoning, people. Some seasonal seasoning. Yeah. Um, is the product of the week actually seasoning? No. <laughs> the seasonal seasoning. It's Mrs. Dash. <laughs> We've already talked about Mrs. Dash. Um, so, so yeah. So, hello. 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 How are you? I'm good. That's good. You're hungry. Donald's hungry. So we're going to make hungry, this so a flyover episode. She's doing this to me on purpose. I was starving yesterday when we recorded a different podcast. So, so. you actually thought of this uh, tip of the week. Tao. Tao. Tip of the week to you. Tip of the week to you. I like how you're just moving forward. And uh, <laughs> hunger makes me do a lot of things. Yes. Um, and uh, I would like you to introduce it. The tip of the week uh, is something uh, that I actually learned from Gretchen Rubin. Uh, oh. She knows all and sees all. Her suggestion and my suggestion now is um, we all have passwords. How many passwords do you think you have, Donald? Oh, I mean hundreds. Hundreds and hundreds my, of passwords. Maybe literally hundreds. Yeah, it's disgusting. Um, so here is an idea and a tip, and it's happening right now. Change your password to... Your goal or mantra, ah. and that'll last for like sixty days. Uh, because my my uh, my work email uh, password changes every sixty days. It's really annoying. But you know what isn't annoying is uh, using your mantra or your uh, your your goal as your your password. So, yeah, like I'm gonna lose you know a pound a month in 2019. That that's a long password, and that well, requires... it's it's secure and safe. But it's like gonna, like, are you gonna forget? Anyway, there are many ways to make this go. So let's say your goal is five glasses of water a day. Maybe make that with weird spellings and yeah. upside down threes and five instead of E's. glasses and, of water with an at sign instead yeah. of an A. Um, things like that. I'm not going to tell you what my password is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, but the notion of... 
get up for a walk could be a password. Oh, yeah. Uh, dra- eat more vegetables, daytime vegetables, Something that you have pickle. to type a lot, like that you're typing in a lot at your computer or your phone or whatever, you know, that, you know, reminds you that, hey, I've got this goal. I've got this, you know, that I'm going to achieve it. Yeah, do five Fonzies. That oh, would yeah. be a good one. Uh, that would be a so good one. So the notion that it it puts in place uh, a goal that you have, you're reminded of it, and no one's going to know what that is. Like people know, you know, your your maiden name or your birthday or uh, you know an ABC one two three. This is my password. Yeah. But you don't want to be like Joe Schmo. You want to be or Joe Rogan. You want to be like yourself, and uh, so use uh, a goal. A mantra. Yeah, like every year they publish the most popular passwords, and it's usually like one, two, three, four, five, and one, two, three, four, six are like, you know, the most popular two. Yeah, like, don't be like that. Let's make like, you know, I'm going to achieve my weight loss goal 2019, okay. the most popular <laughs> password. <laughs> I, uh, maybe this isn't our our, uh, our 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 tip of the week. That's a lot of words. So so come up with your own. Figure it out. Uh, I'm not sure how to spell gonna. I'm not a very good speller, so I like to keep mine short. Yeah. I actually uh, yesterday on Facebook. Yeah. Uh, spell check stopped working. Uh oh. And I had to shelter in place. Yeah. I only used two, three, and four letter words yeah. because uh, believe was suddenly spelled with the I before the E or the E before the yeah, I. Yeah, no one knows how to spell that for real. People uh, now know how incompetent I am with the placement of letters. So, <laughs> uh, so know how to spell whatever it is you're going to spell. Uh, and uh, yeah, that's our tip of the week. Tip of the week to tip you. Tip of the week to you. Tow. Tow. Now it's time to consider the fact that you might be wrong. You, you're probably wrong. <laughs> I'm looking at you specifically, I'm definitely Catherine Weigel. <laughs> I'm definitely wrong. I, I was wrong for 41 years. Yeah. Isn't that right? You sure were. And uh, I was wrong for longer than that because I'm <laughs> older than you. <laughs> and uh, I told myself for many, many years that I just couldn't do it. I just couldn't do it. I'm and, never going to get this weight off. Yeah. It's and, a... It, I'm Polish. What am I to do? I'm made of pierogi. Yeah, yeah, pierogi and sour cream. There's yeah. no, uh, there's no way you could possibly do it. There's no way. It. Not with my ethnic background and my propensity to eat my emotions. Is is it at all possible for me to lose weight? It might be time if you've been telling yourself this. That it might be time to start rethinking it. Yeah, and if, start telling yourself that you can do it. Like your Polish pierogi perspective. Yeah, <laughs> your, the Polish pierogi your, perspective. Polish pierogi. Persnickety-ness? Triple P, as we like to call yeah. it. Anyway. Polish I'm pierogi persistence. I'm just thinking about pierogies right now, so we're going to yeah. change the subject. <laughs> exactly. It, so, is, it is lunchtime. So, uh, Donald, why don't you – you have a lot of, of amazing ideas and tips on this. So why don't, why don't you get us started off? Well, I just – you know, that's the main one, telling yourself that I might – that I can't do it. Like, if you've been telling yourself you can't do it, Perhaps re-examining that. I mean, seriously, look at Catherine and I and look at where we were three years ago and how much time we spent telling ourselves that we can't do it. And then we did it. And guess what? It turned out that we were wrong. If we can do it, you can do it. Seriously. You're not special. Like, anyone can if I can. Like, no one likes to complain more about being too busy and too overwhelmed and how I'm just that one special snowflake with the terrible metabolism that can't do it. Like, nobody wanted to be, like, like complaining about that more than me. 
And if I can do it, seriously, you can do it because you are probably better than me. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I know, I mean, and, and Don just said it, but over our lives, we build up stories about ourselves. Uh, what do you call it? Uh, not you call it, but like society actually calls it. Uh, confirmation bias. Confirmation bias. Yeah. Look it up. Google it, people. Yes. Um, and that's the idea that you you look for evidence that supports the beliefs that you already have. Um, so in other words, if you believe that, you know, keto is the only way that you can lose weight successfully, you will look for articles that back up your position to say that that is the case. Yeah, you'll follow people on Instagram who support your belief. And not that that is a bad uh, weight loss plan for some. But, you know, if you uh, if you hate uh, somebody, you will look, even if they do something nice, Yeah, you'll be like, oh, that's typical them, like tricking me into blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah, exactly. So you look for ways to support your belief. Oh, And, and it also works like if somebody, you know, tells you something about a person, you know, that you've never, never met, then when you meet them, you'll be on the lookout for that. Like, yeah, you better watch out for Catherine because she's pretty shady. Like, and then you'll look out for Catherine to be shady, even though she may not actually be doing any shady stuff. I seem nice, but yeah. we all know that I I'm not. So um, I have uh, I have dabbled in self-helpful books in the last few years. Yes. And um, a podcast that I listened to called By the Book uh, actually followed uh, a book called What to Say When You Talk to Yourself by Shad Helmstetter, PhD. Yeah. Um, I usually say, don't eat right now. Don't eat right now. Don't eat right now. That's what you say? Yeah. Oh, when you're talking to yourself? Yeah, when I talk to myself. Um, so... The book is all about negative self-talk, and we spend so much of our lives telling ourselves we can't do something, we're not capable, it's impossible, like, oh, this season I always gain weight in April, like, yeah. nothing's ever fair, um, I know it won't work, I haven't tried it yet, but I know I'm going to hate it, and, you know, um, I already know I won't like it, I don't have patience for that, I could never do Weight Watchers. I could never give up Ben and Jerry's every night. Um, yeah, I could I never stop drinking. I, I can't could never give stop up smoking. the foods that I love, that kind of thing. With my luck, I don't stand a chance. Yeah. The, one of the, uh, one of the uh, bullet points he has in here is, I can't just, I can't get going at all without my morning coffee. Now yeah. that's just a fact. <laughs> like that's maybe something for the next edition to throw out. I get going without morning coffee every single day of my life, do by you the way. Though? Oh, you're saying I don't? No. Um, so we fill ourselves with these subconscious thoughts and they become sort of the, the, the building blocks of our personality and what our belief system is. Uh, there are people who have really high opinions of themselves, uh, some some uh, oh, yeah. for good and some for evil. Oh, yeah. But no, it, mine it, is for evil. <laughs> so we, we build this construct, this wall of ideas about ourselves. And for 41 years, I, kel I kept enforcing that wall. Like, oh, I just always gain weight back. Oh, Weight Watchers is never going to work for me. Oh, yeah. I don't have the time to work out. I don't have the time to, uh, to meal plan. I don't have the time for self-care. Uh, if only I had more time, then I could blah, blah, blah. And right. this like fictional version of yourself, like, oh boy, I mean, we've said it before, but like, boy, if we, if, if I was on the biggest loser and had nothing to do, but, you know, work out eight hours a day, then I'd be able to lose weight. Like, boy, it must be nice for them. Um, we, all, <laughs> we all know it didn't work out all that well for the, uh, the biggest losers. Yeah. Uh, 
uh, uh, spoiler alert, most of them gain back their weight after yeah. the show. I wonder if they would do a show called The Slowest Loser, where it yeah. was just people like us sitting around uh, looking yeah. on the interwebs for, for to, calorie counts for Faye yogurt. Trying to lose a couple pounds a month. Yeah. Um, so we had to start fighting for ourselves before we believed in ourselves. And yeah. that, I think, has been the biggest change in the last three years for me. I, you know, I, I've said it a thousand times on 53 other amazing, or 52 other amazing episodes that I was just sick and tired of being sick and tired all the time. And I was tired of my stories. They were not serving me. Um, another book that we're reading, boop, 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 um, <laughs> is, Newsflash. Uh, Newsflash uh, from about 50 years ago. Uh, we've talked about it before. Uh, Buster Rhyme sister, Shonda, wrote a book <laughs> called Year of Yes. And she has, um, you know, she's greatly successful, uh, definitely a book of must-be-nice-itis, uh, but yes. she had a perspective. Um, saying no has gotten me to where I am. Here sucks. Saying yes might be a way to someplace better. And if it's not a way to someplace better, at least it's someplace different. And your the thoughts that you've had um, have gotten you where you are. Um, and we are so convinced that we're right most of the time. Like we want to be right and we want to be right about ourselves. That opening up to the possibility that maybe we're not right about ourselves is really difficult. But it wasn't until I did that that I was able to actually make real substantial weight loss work for me. Well, and I had to bully Donald into that way of thinking a little bit because, yeah. uh, you know, he, I, I, you know, I suggested going on a walk uh, with, to take our daughter to school instead of drive. And he said, what's that going to do? Gosh. And uh, I said, well, let's just do it anyway. So yeah. b before the belief in the self, the action took place. And now look at him, 100 pounds of action right in front of our eyes. You know, and I used to tell myself all the time things like, you know, I just can't give up the foods that I love. Like, I can't. Or, you know, that um, I'm just too busy to add exercise to my life. It's just not possible right now. Um, or that my metabolism is just such that, you know, everybody else gets to eat what they want. And um, I just can't, you know, why is that? That's just not fair. And it just, none of that was true. Well, and that we, we want to not seem foolish. Taking chances leaves us up to vulnerability of maybe failing. And goodness knows, I failed for 41 years. Yeah, uh, we, we failed up and down the scale for very, very many years. But I, I personally, like actually me, this isn't, uh, this isn't Shonda Rhimes. This is me. I don't like to look, uh, undereducated. I don't like to seem like I don't know how to spell things. No, I don't, <laughs> I don't want to seem like I haven't already thought of that. And I get very defensive when people say like, well, have you thought about blah, blah, blah? like, of course I have geez. I, I, and it doesn't work. Like we carry that around. I carry that around because I don't want to seem like I haven't thought everything through. And yeah, I, like we've been told since we were young, you know, fake it until you make it, you know, and that, you know, not knowing something is terrible, but, you know, opening myself up to the idea that, you know, other people don't know things and other people are going through things. It's part of what our whole accountability group is about. It's like, I, 
you know, I'm able to share my failings. And it's part about what this podcast is about. You know, I'm able to share my my failings and then other people realize, hey, you know, I'm I'm going through the same thing and I've realized that I'm not alone. Yeah. And I, you know, I think one one thing from three years ago when I started this and having gone through 20, 30 years of cycling through diets and gimmicks and finish lines. Um, and I, I didn't say this at the time, but I say it now because I am wise. Um, <laughs> so wise. So wise. Uh, new results require new beliefs. And we hold on to negative beliefs because they are safe. They might be cruddy. They might keep us where we are. They might even be painful for us. Yeah. But they're familiar. And we're so ready to believe that other people are capable. You know, we support others. We see transformation stories. We see rags to riches stories. Um, and we think that we are outside of that possibility. We we go, yeah, but they, like, if only I had X, Y, Z, then I could do that too, but I don't, so right. it's never going to happen. And we have to get out of that comfort zone, even if the comfort zone sucks. Like, if, yeah. like, my comfort zone was terrible and tight and, uh, yeah. and almost ripping at the seams. <laughs> and so I had to... She's now talking about her clothes. Yeah. So I had to tell myself my thoughts were not helping me. And maybe I had to open myself up to the possibility that everything I thought about my diet, what I could or couldn't do, what I could or couldn't eat, and what I was capable of was totally wrong. I had to be open to that possibility. So we are asking you today to be open to the possibility that you don't know what you're capable of. Yeah, and and saying things to yourself like there is only one way that works for me. There's only one diet that I can do that is going to make this happen. And, um, you know, maybe you've had, you know, quote unquote success on some plan before and that you lost weight before, but guess what? You didn't stick to it. And so that plan maybe isn't the only way that you can do it. And maybe it isn't the best way because the best way is the plan that you can do forever. And yeah. And, and I mean, and I'm 19 months into maintenance at this point and I have no illusion that it is permanent and I have to go back and re-listen to episodes of We Only Look Thin to remind <laughs> myself of all of those. She has to inspire herself. No, but I have to, to like stay check my canary before I wreck my canary. Yeah. I have to go back and remind myself of all those little loopholes. Perfectionism is also a loophole where you think like, oh, I'm going to be perfect on keto for eight months and I'm going to lose all my weight. Like that's how I lose weight. Well, anybody can lose weight doing whatever, but can you continue to maintain that weight loss? And that is that maintenance mindset that we're in, um, that we've learned through helpful podcasts such as this. (laughs) has been so critical, like thinking about everything differently. And longtime listeners to this uh, show will maybe be sick of me saying it, but I was convinced that the only way that I could effectively lose weight was to give up everything I loved, that there was no middle ground, that there was no way to do it other than, you know, working out six days a week and um, giving up everything I loved to a point where I was starving myself all the time. And 
you know, that just turned out not to be true. I still eat all the things I love. I just like highly moderate them. I have a calorie goal that I set every day and I have an exercise goal that I set every day. And as long as I hit both of those things, I will lose and or maintain my weight. And um, I, I am able to still enjoy lots of things that I thought I would have to give up forever in order to maintain my weight. Well, and just because something was true about you 10 years ago, 15 years ago, doesn't mean that it is true today. Um, you know, I, in the past, told myself that I didn't have enough time to exercise. And um, you know what? I, I don't have I don't make time to go to the gym, but I do make time to walk and listen to podcasts. Yeah. And I love it. And it seems effortless. And it doesn't seem like work. Yeah, or- it's, it's really not painful except for maybe the push-ups that I do those are a little painful yeah you don't do those while you're walking though the up up down downs yeah um, <laughs> but that that notion that there's going to be this perfect you know uh, miracle world that you're gonna walk into at some point where everything falls into place where suddenly you're a new person you're you're you know I'm still the same me I still have the same stresses but I'm looking to the positive I am I am looking for my failures I am looking for um, old stories I would tell myself, and I'm trying to turn them around. You know, I can't wake up early. Well, why can't you wake up early? Well, if I think about it, it's because I'm up till 11 o'clock at night watching Seinfeld reruns. Yeah. Well, what if you didn't watch Seinfeld reruns? What if you just went to bed at 10 instead of 11? Like, that's impossible craziness. Like, I can't possibly do that. I well, couldn't possibly we do, do it, that. We do it essentially every night now. Yeah, so we're up at, you know, 4.45, uh, Monday through Friday, getting it done. Sure, we're not finding out what George is doing. We don't know what Kramer's <laughs> up to, or Newman, or, you know. Yeah, none of those people. We have yeah. no idea what's or going Chachi. on. Or Chachi. Yeah. I don't know what Chachi's doing on Yeah, uh... does Joni still love him? <laughs> so, stepping back from your daily routine, stepping back from your stories, write down some things that you think about yourself. Is it true or is it just a belief? Like beliefs can be changed. And you are probably much stronger and more capable than you think you are. Um, I used to think that I could not be hungry, that being hungry was the worst thing that I could be. And I used to go like out of my way to make sure, you know, there's the was this concept and it it was, you know, sort of hammered into me growing up. Like you better tank up. Gotta tank up. Gotta and tank actually, up. Our dear brother-in-law, Dwayne, actually said that a couple times yeah. uh, over the Walt Disney yeah. World you vacation. Better, you better eat as much food as possible now because, you know, there might not be opportunities for food later. And you know what? I've discovered that being hungry is not the worst thing, and I can deal with it, and I do deal with it all the time. And it has helped me. I sort of have gotten almost comfortable with being hungry, Um, you know, training myself over the last few years to be comfortable with my hunger and realize that, you know what, it's not the end of the world and and I'm going to be okay. It's not an emergency. I actually, I can't remember if I talked about this because I talk about a lot of things. But the day before we went on vacation, I went to Trader Joe's to buy a couple of snacks for the flight and I was looking at the prepared packaged foods. And I suddenly was overwhelmed with panic about being hungry on the five-hour plane ride. Yeah, yeah. Like, I went into a panic. My heart rate went up. I got, like, kind of sketchy looking and shifty. And I'm like, I am 
panicking about a potential future hunger in 24 hours and I'm acting yeah. like suddenly like I do the same thing at the airport sometimes I'm like walking around to the the various newsstands going like what snacks could I buy to have on the plane just in case I'm like hungry on the plane like wait you know what you're gonna be fine it's a five-hour flight you're well, gonna get there but like and I've said this too like I remember going on a hike as a kid with my family and bringing trail mix like it's it's for the trail you gotta get the trail mix and like we're not I can still see the parking lot and suddenly I'm like, you know, hand to fist uh, trail mix in my mouth and I finish it before we actually get to the trailhead. Like that panic of, you know, believing everything I think. Yeah. Like yeah. I don't believe all my thoughts now. I and that has been a huge shift. Yeah. And that's it, where the change comes. It's really hard to do. But, you know, you tell yourself a lot of lies. I tell myself a lot of lies still, but I try and I've tried to get much better at recognizing them. And, you know, just things like weight loss has to be fast. You know, why does it have to be fast? Where like, are you going? What yeah. do you got going on like, after what that? You, what do you got going on? Like, it's not coming. The pounds aren't coming off fast enough. Well, what's the alternative? You know, are you just going to stay the way you are? Are you going to keep gaining weight? Like, that's those are your three choices, basically. So if slow weight loss is better than no weight loss, and guess what? It's easier to lose weight slowly than it is to lose it, and it's easier to keep it off, you know, for the long term if you do it slowly. Well, and I, you know, and I, I think something that we really struggle with is believing that we are capable and worthy, and that we are we are capable of change, and I think. The one big thing that I have had to do is take the action before the belief comes to pass. You know, we've talked about motivation versus action. And sometimes you just have to go through the motions of believing in yourself before you actually believe it. Like, you know what? Going for a 10-minute walk isn't going to change anything. You know what? Go for a 10-minute walk anyway. Guess like, what? It's more exercise than you're doing now. Yeah. And see what happens. And then do it tomorrow. And then do it the day after that. And now uh, we, we're we not at our peak today, but, you know, we generally get 15, 20,000 steps a day and we make it a priority and now it seems effortless. So uh, so change is possible, but you've got to take the action for it because what you're doing now is getting you the result that you have. As Shonda Rhyme says, are you satisfied with that? What if you changed, you know, just flipped it around and turned it into a positive and yeah. figured out how to move forward from it. Uh, someone the other day said, I hate working out after work. Okay, so I hate working out after work. So instead, I take a 10-minute walk at lunch. Yeah. I get up 10 minutes early and I go for a five-minute walk. Like, Or I work out in the morning or, you know, whatever it is that, that gets you to do something. Yeah. And the worst thing that can happen, I mean, we've said this before, if something doesn't work for you, change it try do, something else do something else like what are the stakes the stakes are stay where you are or change and at least be in a new place and it's all a big science experiment you know work messing around with variables but once you've pigeonholed yourself into a category and you've told yourself oh this is the there's only one way this is the only thing or i am this i am that then then the opportunity to actually change goes away at that point and so opening you know, coming into this whole thing with an open mind and 
you know, really questioning your beliefs has really been key for me to achieve my weight loss goals. Oh, and I used to think that people who were positive and who were hopeful and resourceful, I thought they were built different than me. That is a practice. It comes easily to some and more, you know, more difficult to others. But I fed myself negative thoughts all the time. I made myself the victim. And, and cheesecake. Yes. You yes. fed yourself negative thoughts and, and cheesecake. cheesecake. Yeah. Which has more calories. <laughs> but that like I really didn't think, you know, all those, you know, positive, you know, hashtag blessed stuff. Like I rolled my eyes so many times at that. And now I I believe it a lot more. And yeah. I never would have thought that three years ago. And I'm still a work in progress. Um, our yeah, and I, I really believe at my age, I'm uh, coming down on 50 years old, like I really can still change. And, you know, you've been told you can't teach an old dog new tricks. And I believe- Well, woof, woof, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> beep, beep, I'm a sheep. Um, but- <laughs> I really believe that I can still change and that there's still time for me to to really improve myself and get over all of these negative thoughts I've had about myself and realize that, you know what, I can still grow and change and become a better person. Well, and two, I, you know, the language that we use is really important. And I know I am a jokester and a yuckster. What? I am. You're always so beep, serious beep, with I'm me. I'm a sheep. Uh I beep beep I'm a sheep is a song that our daughter played for us yeah. that is pretty uh, addictive by the yeah. way yeah YouTube it or Google yeah. it or whatever you kids do or don't um, so I would joke about being a trash panda yeah it's funny it's funny yeah. it's funny to say that you're a trash panda trash panda is like a joke for a raccoon like you know, you foraging know, for trash. Foraging for trash, which I have definitely done. Uh, I might have eaten in the trash in the past. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Have you? Uh, probably. Probably. I know I have. Um, I, but know, I know I've definitely, if it counts, like I've definitely eaten food that others were going to throw away for oh, sure. No, I've actually pulled things out of the trash can. Yeah. So, uh, but that's Not another sure story. I've done that, but anyway. But anyway, I would call myself a trash panda. And I don't really do that anymore. Like, I am a grown-up who is eating food out of the trash. <laughs> but like, but but giving yourself a Patronus that's yeah. like, or you know, like your spirit guide, like trash panda, yeah. I'm still me. Like right. it is me doing the thing. And even just changing that language and like even joking about it here in front of the world. Um, like I am owning myself more than calling myself a trash panda. So uh, that's a small change. But like there are people who, who are very hard on themselves and very negative and don't frankly like themselves very much and don't feel that they're worthy or lovable. And you can fill yourself with those stories or you can fill yourself with positive stories. Your brain in, in one of the books I was reading, I've got many books stacked up. I'm yeah. not looking at them right now, but your brain doesn't know the truth. Like, you know, if you grow up thinking that green is red and you go, well, that's red, that's red, that's red. It doesn't make it any less green. Yeah, like the color itself is still the same. What we call it is is what matters. But if you keep telling yourself you're garbage, like you want that to come true because you want to prove yourself right. You want to be right about yourself. And how about telling yourself that you're awesome and that you can do it and that you are somebody who can achieve their goals? And it feels really weird at first. I mean, we make yeah. fun of Stuart Smalley and, you know, gosh, people like you. And it seems really <laughs> I'm good cheesy. Enough, I'm smart enough. And 
But that change in vocabulary, I changing I can't from I'm working on, changing I'll never to in the future I hope to be able to. Yeah, and, or I can't yet, or yeah, I can't someday yet. I will, or, or I I'm, am, I'm going to do this eventually. Like, have you ever, has anyone ever gone on Oprah or the Today Show going like, I told myself I was a garbage person and worthless and I'm down 150 pounds. Like this is the new, like nobody says that. So why do you think you're so special? Why do you think terrible self-talk, negative self-talk and can'ts and impossibles and don'ts are going to get you to your goal? Like it feels so much better to believe in yourself. And even if you have to fake it until you make it, uh, (laughs) do it. Why not? What else you got going on? Tell yourself until you believe it. Because hubris pl- pays off. <laughs> does it? I think I it does. Know. Eventually. I feel like it has. Yeah. So really th- start fighting for yourself even if you don't believe in yourself. You know, it's that motivation versus action thing. Waiting to feel great about yourself, that comes in the process. Like I I have a picture of myself from when I started and I was so, you know, sort of dark eyed and sad. I had lost about 60 pounds and there's a picture of me. And even though I wasn't where I was, like I felt really good because I was following habits. I was practicing self-care. I was speaking more positively to myself. And that doesn't come with a particular weight. It comes with action. So take some action. What else do you have going on? You have nothing going on except you're watching Seinfeld. I like the way you're talking right now. (laughs) Well, and I think that is a good way to uh, wrap this up and transition on to the product of the week. Pow! Pow, everybody. Product of the week. So uh, this actually comes uh, sort of roundabout from uh, one of our accountability members, Marceline. Did you know that? I did not know that. I thought it came about because we went to Target and saw these (laughs) things there. Nope, it started with Marceline. Wow. Well, Uh, hello, Marceline. The product of the week is the, uh, the, the, the seasonal aisle of treats at your local uh, grocery store, uh, specifically 50-calorie and 100-calorie calorie mini snack packs. Yeah, they, they have these in this, you know, right now at this time of year, they have these Valentine's Day-themed ones. We uh, we bought a large box of 50-calorie uh, packs of Cheez-Its. Cheez-Its take the We're wheel. We're letting Cheez-Its take the wheel 50 again. 50 calories at a time. But yeah. portion control is critical for me, and I think knowing what you can control in your house uh, is really important. But yeah, like I've said this before, like I could not have a box of like full-size Snickers bars in the house, but for some reason, psychologically, I am able to just eat fun-size ones. Like a one fun-size one is like, it's like a portion, yeah. and, but one full-size one is also a portion. Yeah. So having, you know, a 50-calorie pack in the house, that is a portion. So I know I'm eating one of those for 50 calories, and, mm. you know, as long as you're not the, per- you know, somebody who ends up eating 10 of them (laughs) yeah so you've got you've got to know what you're capable of but uh but marceline back uh around uh halloween had muddy buddies which are these little uh snack treats uh that are never heard of those they're very good but uh a, a little goes a long way so knowing what you can moderate is important if you can't moderate don't listen to this part of the episode but um but they have like 
I mean, like I buy Smart Pop and it comes in um, or Skinny Pop and it comes in 100 calorie bags uh, for Halloween and for Valentine's Day when you're giving out class treats. They come in like 50 to 80 calorie little pouches. And for a small treat. Uh, it, it it is really helpful. Yeah, so it's like a nice little like you know, hey, how your, you doing? Your pretzels, uh, your cheeses, yeah, uh, little mini Rice Krispie treats. Uh, so this isn't you know, and even even candy if you uh, if you can handle it. Yeah. So so know yourself, know what you can control yourself around. I do not have a Cheez Its issue, but the notion of having fifty calories. I'm looking forward to having some fifty calorie packs of Cheez Its. I love that idea. Just like a little snack that's only fifty calories. That's yeah. Great. So uh and and as with our holiday uh idea, if you if you're having the little Cheez It packet, don't have it at the end of your, your meal. Have it at the beginning and then have like an apple after that to cleanse your palate. Yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, it's a product of the week. Uh, and uh, I found them today and hopefully I will be able to moderate them. Stay tuned for more information on whether or not I stuffed them all in my face. <laughs> like a, You'll hear about it right here. You'll hear about it here. And that is your product of the week. Pow! 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 Pow of the morning to you. Pow of the morning to you. I don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, so yeah, so that's uh, that's what we have to say. Change your self-talk. What, what's it going to hurt? Yes, consider that you might be wrong about yourself. But one thing you're not wrong about is listening to this podcast. And thank you for doing it. Uh, if you could be so kind as to take a moment and leave us a rating and a small review, it could just be, these two are awesome. That's all you have to write. These two are awesome five stars uh, on iTunes would be great. Um, if you'd like to give us some suggestions, if you'd like to give us some feedback, um, if you'd like to tell us, you know, maybe some tips that have helped you uh, self-talk yourself or things about yourself you've realized that you were wrong about, uh, you can email us at weonlylookthin at gmail.com. And uh, I wanted to give a, a very quick shout out to uh, my my fine cohorts in the Go Fit Yourself Facebook subgroup also because uh, it is a, a My Favorite Murder subgroup that talks about health and fitness and uh, I've gotten some shout outs there and some great support and ideas. So, uh, so I wanted to send a little... Because nothing goes better with health and fitness than murder. Than murder. I can definitely run from zombies now. It is a so. very enjoyable podcast though. It is. Uh, so, so yeah, so thanks. Uh, so you can find us on Facebook at we only look thin instagram at we only look thin uh i i've promised to tweet more at we only look thin yeah. and uh we can't we have a website we only look thin.com yeah. you can uh, listen to us there and leave some comments and guess what you know how we always talk about we're an inspiration asian 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 yeah remember yeah i like, do we are now an inspiration asian 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 like at the beginning, it seemed like a joke, but now it's actually happening. So so that's some self-talk that actually came to be because Donald and I are an, an inspiration. inspiration. Asian, Asian, Asian. The information that you hear on this podcast is for informational purposes only. The hosts are not medical professionals. You should always consult with your doctor, nurse, or other certified health professional before beginning any diet or fitness program.